Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long, bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast. And spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow this head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me, just get a hold of me. Welcome to another members episode. We have 475 on deck where we bring on Blake and Josh. They are friends from Arkansas who came in studio because Blake contacted me when he found out I was moving to the South and wanted to make me an office desk for my new office. And they decided to deliver it this past weekend. And so while they were here, we decided to sit down in studio and talk about their personal experiences with the paranormal. And we start off with Josh's experience that includes Blake. When Josh had a roommate that was straight up demonically possessed and he shares that whole experience, it was a few day experience that they both went through. So let's get to the boys right now. Today, we got Blake and Josh in the studio. How you guys doing? Fantastic. Doing pretty good. Happy to be here. I'm glad you're here. So uh, why don't we tell the people why, why you're here? Uh, Blake, you can't... Well, let's just let you tell the story. Yeah, well, um, it was probably four months ago. I felt compelled to make something for Tony. I'm a woodworker. I'm out of Arkansas. And... I like what Tony's doing with the confessionals. He's changing a lot of people's lives and I felt called uh, to do something for him. So I reached out to him, sent him an email and about a month later, heard back from him, got a text (laughs) (laughs) and uh, 
he uh, asked for a desk for his front office here at his new studio. Uh, and so we figured out what he wanted, sent some pictures, came up with a good design, and I cranked it out for him. And we're here delivering it this weekend. Yeah, I, uh, I'm glad you actually said that because sometimes people are like, I emailed you yesterday. I haven't heard back from you. It's like, um, first of all, you're not going to hear back from me. You're going to hear back from my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, uh, she is a mom of two kids and she has lots of emails to answer, plus social media, plus website stuff. She's pretty busy. So uh, that said, yeah, I do appreciate you bringing that desk up. And it was one of those things where, uh, you know, like, in all honesty, freeze for me. I'm down with that action, you know? Uh, But when you sent me pictures of what you do and stuff, I was like, holy crap, this could be a lot of fun. And uh, I remember you you were sending me pictures of different things. I'm just like, dude, I, I don't know. Just just make something. Whatever you want to make, I'm good with. So uh, I kind of was hoping to give you just like a blank slate and just let you be creative and have fun with it. So that's I, like the most ideal way to do it, honestly. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's pretty As an rare. artist, you know. Yeah, pretty rare that we get the opportunity to just make something that we create on our own and give it to somebody and then be thankful for it because people can be pretty picky. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you guys brought that up today and it's it just looks awesome. I absolutely love it. And uh, I can't wait to start using it. Probably not tomorrow. Tuesday, I'll start using it. Uh, and it's going to be great because basically the idea of the studio setup is that where we're at recording is the recording room where we do all the recording, you know, whether it's the conversations in person like this or over at the other table where we do more remote calls. Uh, and then the other room is my office and that's going to be more for administrative and just kind of getting work done that doesn't require audio and all that stuff. Uh, you know, for me, I got real tired of having microphones and mixer boards on the table in front of my face where I, where I'm working. It just gets annoying. There's like no break in any of it, you know? So uh, when I moved in here, I definitely wanted my own office space away mm-hmm. from the studio. And so that's what that is. And uh, the desk is perfect. I think it fits perfect. It looks great. And people were always asking me, even my wife, she was like, what are your plans on? What are you doing with the walls? This, that, and I, I don't know. I'm waiting for the desk to arrive mm-hmm. and then I'll decorate around the desk because I knew it was going to be unique. And I wanted to make sure I didn't get like something that just didn't look right. You know, so uh, now that I got that, I I was uh, looking around and I told you guys, I think right above the couch, I think it, like a wooden American flag, like a big old wooden American flag, I think would look really cool. So, um, and, and you know, I was now that I think about it, maybe like a big wooden American flag with like Tennessee, like burned into it and stuff. Something like that would be kind of cool. I think it'd be cool. We can make that happen. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. You Uh, have a big room in there. I mean, there's so many different options for for you know what you could put together in there. It could be pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's already nice. Like it needs work. It needs the walls, and the walls need decorating. You know, I got my two Bob Lazar um, designs that he did. Like the I don't know if people saw the documentary, but he did the uh, the documentary where uh, he was talking about you know what he did and everything. And in that documentary, he did a sketch of what he was working on. Well, everybody Mm -hmm. wanted that sketch. So he was actually selling the sketch. And then he decided to make like a real to, I guess, the dimensional type design. Like this is exactly what it looked like kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. he sold those as well. I got both of them. He signed them both. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Oh, he signed them. 
Oh, yes, dude. that's pretty yes. sick. So he, yeah, I, I just got. I've never hung on the wall. I hung one on the wall in the old studio, uh, but now I got uh, this one, and I haven't hung anything on the walls yet. But I think those definitely need to go on the wall. It's just a matter of. I think I might need to change the frames out because the frames are black, and I'm not sure if they're going to look good on the wall or not. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But the, uh, the leg's black. I think probably match. Huh? The leg is black on the. That's desk. true. It'll probably match. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. That 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 desk is like hefty. Like I like, I mean, it's solid. Yeah, I think it's park solid. a bus on top of that for real. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So, it ain't some IKEA trash. No, it's no. not. <laughs> it's not. I I, uh, I I've never owned such a, a a sturdy piece of equipment. So I'm 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 very grateful. So thank you very much, both yes, of you. Sir. Um. So you guys have experiences, different types of experiences. I know you said that Josh's uh, experience with his roommate was the main experience that you guys have. Now, uh, we're going to start off with that. And in the email you sent here, you said a roommate tormented by demon. And I guess, Blake, you were part of this story in a sense. You experienced some of it. So I don't know, like... Everything you sent over, I, I I don't know where we're going with any of it, which is fine. That's the way I like doing things. Oh, but yeah. uh, so, who's going to start here? I guess Josh will start here. I think Josh. And, yeah. So start start talking about telling us, you know, what happened, who was the roommate, what what was the beginning of this, and walk us through it. And you know, Blake, feel free to chime in wherever. So this incident occurred like five or six years ago. Um, I had just gotten out of the military, and uh. I had moved from uh, living at home at the time to, and I moved in with my friend um, whose name is Caleb. And so uh, it was actually at his mom's house and uh, they lived in a pretty big house. And um, the incident occurred over a period of like three days. It was over a period of a weekend, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday. And uh, from the very initial, like the first thing that happened was, uh, and well, let me, let me explain like the layout of the house a little bit. Like on one side of the house was, um, our bedrooms. So Caleb's room and my room were connected by a uh, Jack and Jill bathroom. And just right outside of that, there was a long hallway that led to the rest of the house. Right. So Friday morning, comes and I'm in my room and the whole house is empty. Everybody's gone. At least that's what I thought. Caleb was at school. His mom was gone at work. Um, I hadn't started work yet. So I, uh, I got up, um, or I was woken up, um, early in the morning. It was probably around seven o'clock in the morning and I heard footsteps in the house. It was really strange to me. I was like, well, I, th I thought that I was here alone. So I got up and I started walking around looking. I didn't find anything and I didn't really think much of it. And, um, and I went back in my room and I laid back down and went to sleep. And uh, Caleb got back from school later that day um, on Friday. And uh, he, was, uh, he had taken a shower, was just sitting in his room on his bed. And the door, uh, the door handle like turned and opened into the bedroom all on its own. And I, you know, I'm just in my room minding my own business. I'm not doing anything. And so he comes in there and it's like, Hey man, are you messing with me? Like, are you, did you come and open my door? I was like, no, no, I haven't, I haven't moved at all. And I'm, you know, your, your mom's not here. So, but it's funny that you say that. Cause I'm, you know, earlier this morning when you were gone, I 
I heard like footsteps down the hallway. We both kind of laughed about it and thought it was super strange and the day went on, you know? <laughs> That's strange. That's strange. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, you know, and then, so the next day rolls around, Saturday comes and uh, we have a few people over. I don't know. Were you there? You you weren't there that night. That, that day, no. I think it was like just Will and David and you and Caleb. So we, we were all sitting in Caleb's room just hanging out, drinking beer. And Caleb has his back to the wall, which is the same wall that has the door to the hallway on it. Will and I are sitting there on the bed just hanging out, drinking, watching TV. And Will sees the... um the bathroom door handle turn and open into the bedroom and he starts freaking out like man like i like i don't know if y'all saw that but that just that freaked that freaked him out you know he was like losing his mind and caleb like we told the rest of the guys the story about what had happened the day before and um caleb decided that it would be a good idea <laughs> against the rest of our um, advisement to, to, and he invited whatever it was. He, he literally said out loud, whatever entity is there, like make yourself known, which is the worst thing you can do in a moment like that. Like you never give anything permission to make itself known. Come hang out with me. Yeah. He, he pulled yeah. the Zach Bagans. Jeez. Pretty much. And, um, Go fight me. And yeah, like we were freaking out, like, hey, man, like that's not cool. Like you can't just invite that in here. Like, and didn't like, he I don't say know what that is? Didn't he say like, yeah, like do your worst, like, you know, it was almost as if he was antagonizing it. So at this point, you have a roommate that, well, actually, rewind. at this point, from your perspective, the first thing that you ever experienced that, that uh, in this situation is the footsteps. Then the door opens and he asks if you were messing with him and this stuff is, ensues and to the point now where he's like saying, if something's here let it let let it be known you know and 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 show us your worst or whatever um before you go any further did he have any any things leading up to this moment that he was aware of that there was something going on or was the door opening the first time he was like that was weird so as far as i know that was the only thing that had ever happened in that house now they had some I, I remember Caleb telling me that he experienced hearing footsteps in the same way that you did um, when his mom was home and he was sitting in his bed and heard the footsteps approach his door and then just stop behind the door. He thought it was his mom and said, like, come in, mom. Like, nothing happened. He got up and opened the door, wasn't there. And then he walked to his mom's room and she was passed out in her bed asleep. So this is happening in Caleb's house. Yeah. Right. So you were staying there. Yeah. And I had only stayed. It was actually not long after this happened. The incident happened that uh, I moved out because I was that freaked out. Really? About okay. what happened. So Sunday, Sunday rolled around and, and uh, we were all still hanging out, drinking. Well, just, when was the first day? Saturday? The first day was Friday. Friday. Okay. So Friday, the footsteps in the hallway, the door handle turning and opening into the room. And then... Um, Saturday was what? Saturday night, what, the only incident that happened was we were all hanging out in the bedroom and uh, the door handle to the bathroom turned. I mean, the doors are shut. Mm-hmm. Um, and the door handle turned, visibly turned, and opened up into the bedroom. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, and then that's when Caleb like gave whatever entity was present at the time permission to make itself known. And, you know, I'm like, 
demonic possession of a Christian is not possible because we live with God in our hearts and our spirits, right? The Holy Spirit resides in us. So we can't be possessed, but we can be tormented. And so on Sunday, um, we were all hanging out, just having a good time, drinking. And uh, I didn't, I mean, it was Sunday in where we live, the, all the liquor stores are closed, so we couldn't go buy anything. So we were actually drinking his mom's wine. And uh, I didn't get really that intoxicated. We were all standing um, in my bedroom and um, we had moved into the bathroom and Will and I, I don't, it's funny, we bring it up because I don't even remember what happened, like what we were doing at the time. But Caleb was standing in the door frame, in the doorway between. But before you go into it, do, we, do you want to talk about like in the kitchen, like when he had my uh, motorcycle helmet on? Or do you want to tell that you after? Can, it, that's fine. We can bring that up because you remember that more than I do. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we were hanging out in the kitchen. I rode a motorcycle at the time. So my motorcycle was like hanging out on the countertop. Your motorcycle was? <laughs> the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Caleb, I think, had probably been drinking maybe a little bit more than the rest of us. And he was, you know, acting like a dummy, put my motorcycle helmet on, was like, you know, dancing around the kitchen. and Naked. <laughs> and yeah, and I was taking a video of him on my phone. I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> dummy. And he pulled his shirt off. And there was three long scratches all the way down his back. Like, and they were... Were they fresh? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like and they, they were... Broke the skin. They were probably like two or three inches apart, like in between the scratches. Okay. And we're like, hey, man, like, is your back all right? Like, when did you get scratched? And he was like, oh, it was, it was probably Queenie. And he had a German Shepherd. So it was Queenie. It was Queenie. But... Queenie was like outside in her pen like the whole time. She had never been inside. Like we hadn't gone outside. We had been inside for hours. So it obviously wasn't Queenie. I think he was just saying that to make himself feel better. Plus, I mean, he was drinking a lot too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. who knows, you know, what his conscious level was to begin with. Oh, right, right. So I, okay, so, you know, I was on a motorcycle. I was underage. And it was late at night. I'd been drinking. And then I just felt like in my gut, like for whatever reason, like I planned on spending the night because obviously it's not safe to drink and ride a motorcycle. Yeah. You know, obvious. And I just felt compelled, like I need to go home. I don't know why. Like it was totally uncalled for. And I was like, guys, I'm headed out. Like I'm going home. And they're like, oh, why are you going home? I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I need to go home. So I headed out. And then... I think like shortly after I left leads into what Josh was going into when they were hanging out in your room, like near the bathroom. Yeah, we were standing in the door. Caleb was standing in the doorway when he was leaning up against the right side. He had his right arm up against the door frame. And um, Caleb, our Will and I were in the bathroom minding our own business, doing something. And all of a sudden, Caleb like shrieks out in pain and falls to the ground in my bedroom writhing in pain screaming at the top of his lungs like he was saying that they're trying to drag me to hell they're trying to drag me to hell and his eyes were like rolling back in his head he was freaking out he was screaming he was saying things that i didn't really quite understand and so you know obviously will and i took this to a surprise we were obviously 
surprised by this and freaked out. And so we go and we're trying to like figure out what's going on. And and Caleb and, and Will and I are big guys. Like we're not small. And we were trying to hold Caleb down and like like figure out what was going on with him. And he was like pushing us both off of him. And it was almost unnatural in the way that he was moving and speaking and 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 freaking out. And uh after like messing around with it for a little bit, we we moved him into the hallway and I grabbed a Bible and I just sat on top of him and opened the Bible up and started reading. Mm -hmm. And we actually had video footage of all this, but it bothered me so much that I deleted all of the, yeah, I, I, I I know, I know this was six years ago. I was like, I don't want this. I don't want the everlasting memory of this. Yeah. I felt around. Yeah. And didn't, didn't he also, you mentioned to me that he was saying something about a pentagram, like he was doing like weird, like symbols with his fingers, like on his forehead yeah, saying was, like, make draw a pentagram or he something. He had his hands like on, he was laying on his back and his, he was, as he was screaming, writhing in pain, he was like trying to do something with his forehead. And he was saying that he wanted to draw a pentagram on his on his head. He said that? Yeah. He was like, draw a pentagram on my head, draw a pentagram on my head. He wanted me to do that to him. Did you? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just grabbed a sharpie and went to town. You know, I mean, what happened? <laughs> see what happens. You know, maybe it started glowing red or something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but it was it was frightening enough because we were all alone, and uh, and like I was reading from the Word, and I just I don't even know what I was reading, but I just opened the book up and started reading out loud. And Caleb finally calmed down, and he crawled into the bathroom and and threw up and passed out in the bathroom. And Will and I locked ourselves in his room all night like barricaded us in the door with with him no no with caleb her. was outside okay we, so I was like, you, you didn't want to be around him no and i had a gun in there with me too man like if i had woken up in the middle of the night and caleb was like standing there or something like that i probably would have shot him wow and the story doesn't end there this was a yeah, preview so. of today's member episode if you want to hear the whole thing head on over to the confessionals hit the join button and become a member today